WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa. Goat. I already said that. No longer. No longer with us. No. Wait, I said, Whoa. Wait, 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 okay, wait, 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 wait a second. He's actually still there in some capacity in the office. I was, gonna, I was just going to say no longer head coach of the Alabama yeah, Crimson not, Tide. He's, he's no longer with us. Head coach. Elliot took it a step further. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I skipped a couple chapters. That is um, true. Um, I mean, I guess we, since we haven't had the time to talk about it, how do we feel about the uh, DeBoer hire? I mean, look, I think... <laughs> I think it was, of the available options, I think it was the best. I think it was the best we could have done with the available options. Obviously, Dan Lanning, you know, he said he was staying. Obviously, Sark, we weren't going to get him anyway. Uh, obviously, he said he was staying. You know, obviously, Kirby Smart was on the – I mean, let's be real. Kirby Smart, Smart he's not leaving Georgia. He's I mean, not. He was never going to leave he's built, What he's trying to build at Georgia is what Saban has just – what Saban just did for the last 17 years. Yeah, exactly. So, he's not going to be leaving. So, I think of the available options, I feel like it's the best one that we could have gotten. Right. Elliot? Just because, okay, like just because somebody has an Alabama tie. And so since we didn't get to talk about it, I'll get into the spiels of text conversations, phone conversations, <laughs> WhatsApp calls, and fax messages that I have sent to other people. Wow. Okay? Okay. Just because somebody has a tie to the University of Alabama does not mean that they are a candidate for the job. That's true. There yeah. is absolutely zero reason Kirby Smart would leave. Yeah. There is absolutely Literally zero no reason reality. Dan Lanning would leave. Yeah. Right. There's absolutely zero reason that Sarkeesian would leave. Right. They all have, especially, I mean, the like Oregon and Texas are incredibly well-funded schools. Right. The yeah. programs are great. They are backed by every resource that these schools have. Right. Why else would you leave? There's no other reason to, especially with, you know, the way college football and is And even now. Kiffin, right? Ole Miss even is probably, then, yeah. arguably, a better SEC team right now at this point. Oh, wow, you think you think Lane? I don't know if um, Lane well, Kiffin was offered the job before. No, the no, no. What was. I'm what I'm saying is that like, why would Lane Kiffin leave? Because people floated that idea around. There's no reason think, for him to leave. I think that if we didn't get Kalen DeBoer, I think Kiffin was probably pretty likely. But that may really? be, yeah. That was, I mean, based on oh, what maybe. I heard. But I mean, hell, maybe he was just, you know. Yeah. Go, uh, I guess we'll never know. Program. We will. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope we'll never know. I hope we stick with this guy for a while. So, so, so to top it off, okay, out of the available pool, as Graham has pointed out, right. we picked the ripest fruit? Yeah, I would say. 104 and 12. Yeah. One at every level. He's turned around losing programs. He has to be turned fair. around that losing guy, programs. Like he is yeah. a proven winner. Yeah. So and let me. So I'll get into my concerns because obviously he's got the offensive mindset. Obviously mm-hmm. he has right. the winning record. So looks good on paper, mm-hmm. but not everything is as it seems. Right. Okay. And so here's my big thing. I don't know, and we have kind of seen this already. And I had this concern immediately when he was hired. And it's kind of played out in that way a little bit. I was a little concerned with the recruiting and the retention. That was going to be my main issue. I did not know if he was going to be able to hang with the SEC. Right. And immediately, well, some guys had just left because they were going to leave. They were going to leave if Nick Saban wasn't there. Exactly. Flat out. That was just going to happen. Bye bye to let's let's go through the list. Isaiah Bonds. What, what, uh, there's Blackshire, Seth right? McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Seth McLaughlin. <laughs> Caleb Downs. Caleb Downs, okay. Oh, Julian Sayan, okay. Right. Terry on Arnold went to the draft. Well, he went to the draft, but that, that's different, yeah. okay? He, he will be a future Which is stealer. a bummer, man. I, I miss Terry on already. <laughs> He's a future but. stealer. Anyway, um, 
But like the point is, is that these are a lot of top end talent. And until recently, you know, Ryan Williams did just commit. Yep. Right. Yep. So, I mean, you could say, oh, well, he got the five star receiver back. And yeah. Everything. Okay, but there was like for a period of like three weeks, we were like, oh, he's probably gonna go to like Auburn or something yeah, like that, right? Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I'm glad that he convinced him to stay. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that's a great thing. I know that they just got a four star edge rusher from like North Carolina right. to stay um, or to commit over here, and so that that's great. I know there's a transfer offensive lineman from Washington. Yeah. We got right. their punt returner, right? Slash Ooh. wide receiver. <laughs> Yippee! Okay, so <laughs> we've had a little bit of influx. Okay. But the max exodus out mm-hmm. is astounding, and, and it, it was It'll also again with the with the transfer portal rules, and when it will reopen for the spring, that will be a that will be a big part of it. Yeah, and, and so like that, we'll be able to see the true fallout exactly. once that point hits. Okay. Well, I, just, well, I honestly, um, I think well, right now we've seen the, the true fallout we're seeing right now because players can transfer from Alabama to right. anywhere. Yeah. yeah. So they could do that. The only th- we're not seeing the good parts of the transfer portal that would be for our situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That we we're just watching see. everyone leave exactly. because it's yeah. like, oh, your coach left or something. Exactly. So you have that thirty because they can go window. wherever they want right now. That's you know Caleb Downs to Ohio State, obviously. And as much as that sucks, I'm really just glad that he didn't go to Georgia because I think he would have been an unreal piece. Yeah. For that Georgia defense. Well, I actually thought whenever they got our secondary coach, another loss. Oh, I forgot yes. that on the Max Exodus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Also, bye bye Tommy Reese. Okay. Yes. What what was his, what's his new position officially? He's a tight ends coach for the Browns. That's what it is, yeah. Oh, that's for Tommy Reed. Good for him. Look, uh, good luck seeing you in the AFC North, buddy. Okay. <laughs> you guys will. Who's your quarterback? Uh, who's our quarterback? Yeah. Mason you know, Rudolph, Kenny Pickett. Honestly, I'm not mad. I'm not <laughs> mad. I'm not mad about it. Okay. You know what? Because just like I wish that there was a transfer portal in football, <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky would be woo. Okay, on the way out. <laughs> right. Okay. So. I want to see the new OC. I don't know who it's going to be. Maybe they'll get a college guy. Maybe. Maybe they're going to pick someone up off the scrap heap like they always do. <laughs> or maybe they'll, maybe they'll just hire Matt Canada again and be like, That'd new be year, cool. new me. Yeah. <laughs> new year, new me. Thomas Brown would be new year, same me, I think, in terms of hiring. Yeah, actually be new year, worse me. I've actually, <laughs> new year, worse me. I've actually regressed, so I actually have a negative influence on society. What is society. the opposite okay, of a yeah. new year's resolution? That would be, it would literally be like, okay, our offense is bad. How can we make it worse? Okay? <laughs> what can we do to make it worse? That being said with DeBoer, though. By starting though. Kenny Pickett. Anyway, keep going. Okay. <laughs> it's objectively true now. Yeah, subjectively, okay. I need to see him with the real OC. Not according to the Steelers, but... Um, Anyway, he's a starter. On. He's a starter next moving year. On. Okay. Speaking of coaching staffs, okay, right. I am impressed with DeBoer's staff that he brought in. I I do agree. like it. I agree. I like the OC. I'm a little surprised that some of the offensive players that transfer were like, oh, like Nye Black too, and yeah. everything, right? right. I, I forgot about Nye Black. You would think that they would only I would gain be like, from this, be like, right? Woo! Yeah. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Even from just the hire by itself, yeah. for, even if it was just DeBoer, if you're these offensive skill guys, yeah. I mean, I'm really surprised that you're keen mm-hmm. to Yeah, well, keen and so that's the thing. I mean, and, and so it's a little shocking in that regard, and that's why the retention right. is kind of an issue for me because he wasn't able to retain top-end right. offensive the only one, talent. I, the only one I think I would understand is Bond to Texas because that is a proven yeah. high-power offense. It's They've got a quarterback who's probably going to go high in the draft. I understand that over uh, the other things like Caden Proctor to Iowa things like that like that guy was going to be a starting tackle yeah. for Alabama in the SEC mm-hmm. in the in, in the place where it's the most competitive 
uh, line play in yeah. the world. Well, I mean, and, and maybe it's one of those things. Like, I, I get it. It's tiring, okay? And maybe you just wanted to be on the field less. I, I mean, Iowa doesn't play that much <laughs> offense, so, I mean, like, it, it gets a little bit more of a breather. But I, it's one of those things where, like, it's a little shocking that he wasn't able to retain all these guys, especially yeah. when he brought in the OC yeah. from Washington, right. in which they transformed Michael Penix from – like a lowly soul injury ridden an, yeah. an injury riddled like five yard hope. check down merchant yeah. like at right. indiana to a gun slinging i'm gonna throw it down field oh, yeah. and also throw five yard check downs well, and, and the receiving right. core that he ended and up he also had a crazy receiving core so right. it, i just thought it was a little bit interesting that like they were like initially the max exodus especially on offense was yeah. like i can understand defense yeah and, and yeah. Uh, this gets into my second like concern I would say is, is the fact that this is a completely paradigm shift from like a uh, like a not theology, um, theology. ideology standpoint. Okay, yeah, there we go. And so like Alabama under Nick Saban, obviously very defensive minded. Okay, right. with DeBoer, that's completely flipped. Okay, offense was not usually what the um, the strength of the team was. It was usually the defense that was bailing out the offense. Right. I don't know if that's going to work. It's. I mean, it, over the past few years, obviously. It's one of those things where, like, everyone's people say defense wins champions, but then at the next level, people say it. You need to go get an offensive coordinator as your head coach because you need to have a constantly developing offense yeah. in the modern. And while defense wins you championships, I think the thing is players are so good now and they are so far developed that it's not just a defense that can win you championships. You at least have to have a semi competent offense. And right. you even yeah. see that in the NFL right now, okay? Yeah. Right. Even teams that are top ranked in, like, defensive capabilities, if they have an inability to score, that's You're a not huge win the issue. Right. Cough, cough. The Steelers, okay? and that's something that we've seen at Alabama is that we've seen the we especially this past year. See the offense defense was cre- yeah. was incredibly high rated, and the offense mm-hmm. struggled, really struggled early on. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a lack of creativity. There was a lack of playmaking. There was a lot of things that just couldn't we couldn't seem to get right. And um, you know that's hopefully something that DeBoer brings with him. But then again, we are missing uh, the defense, who um, you know kept us in a lot of games and won yeah. us a lot of games. Yeah, yeah. And it's just one of those things where you know. I'm, I'm really excited to see what the new offense looks like. I think we'll probably be, you know, see a more explosive and creative offense in Brian Denny than uh, there well, has been in a very long year. time. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. But um, but then again, that defense, man, you got it's there's cause for concern. Uh, it's, again, it's also a relatively, you know, unproven guy being the uh, head coach from South Alabama, being the new defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Right. So. You know, and and well, it's like, it isn't it like a co-defensive coordinator situation that they have? Because they hired like another guy who's kind of like helping out like some senior assistant to him or whatever. And they're kind of like doing it together. So it's one of those things. But like you speak about offensive inconsistency. I think it's interesting. Their last two offensive coordinators. So Tommy Reese goes (laughs) from being the OC at Notre Dame, the OC at Bama. And now he's a tight ends coach (laughs) for the the Browns. It's kind of a bit of a downgrade, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, really don't, really, I'm not really you sure. You would at least I, hope he gets, like, quarterback's coach or something exactly, like that. Exactly, right? right? Yeah. Well, you would think that yeah. he would at least get maybe, like, passing game coordinator or right. running game coordinator. He's, like, just a position coach now. And it's yeah. not even, like, a main position right. coach. It's, like, one of the secondary yeah. skill positions. Right, yeah. And then O'Brien's bouncing around from team to team. Like yeah. he's like LeBron trying to search for another chip, and so like I, I, I and Ohio State might be the place, but let's keep moving. Well, <laughs> well, it might be the place, but I mean the thing though is that like I saw what Bill O'Brien did with Bryce Young, who was considered at the right. time to be the most generational talent yeah. quarterback, 
and he made Jameer Gibbs as well look like a like a bona fide scrub. Okay, <laughs> and I watch a Jameer Gibbs on the Detroit Lions, and I'm like, where was this Jameer Gibbs? Wait, wait, wait. He, he was great. Okay, remember when you were saying earlier in the season, you're like, man, they really wasted. They wasted pick. Jameer Gibbs. They no, 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 no. You're He's saying, talking about no, the Lions. I'm talking about the Lions. You're they like, man, a, man, that's a, a pick. Man, yeah. I, I still, I still, like, I still man, maintain, I still maintain the fact that that was a really rich pick because I still think he would have been available later on. Yeah. Okay. Same with Jack Campbell. I, I do not understand how the Lions drafted those players, they but a, it worked. They it worked. A running it back somehow, a, they it, picked a running back okay, and an okay, off-ball it, it, linebacker. It worked It worked out, but that is maybe the worst like positional value that you could have gotten out of the players. The only but two it, positions you don't take in the first round, they took. And, and it worked out, but, and that's great for the Lions, exactly. okay? I'm happy for you guys. But like <laughs> at the bottom, at the end of the day, okay? Okay. Well, I see, but I but I was going off of the Jameer Gibbs that I saw at Alabama, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "That's a complete waste of a pick. That pick stinks." Okay, I'm watching Jameer Gibbs, and he looks like the second coming of Barry Sanders, and I'm like, <laughs> "How how did I mean how did Bill O'Brien manage to make Jameer Gibbs look like I'm trying to think of a really irrelevant running back right now." Like a really a really <laughs> really irrelevant that was like infamous for being like bad. Infamous, infamous for, for being, being bad. bad. Yes. I don't know. I don't know, man. There's a. I like, mean, I, I feel like there's one of those things almost too much. Like I have a lot of ideas in my head, but yeah. right. But like, yeah. if it's like a common name, then it's not funny. So I'm not. I'm, uh, but like, they made him look like that he was gonna be like the UFL MVP or something. Okay. Yeah, UFL MVP. <laughs> okay. But like, that's that's like that's the night and day difference, right? That I've right. seen. Jameer Gibbs looked like a bust. I just like it was like, oh well, we got him from Georgia Tech. He's really good and everything. And he was like, oh, he's average, right? I and thought, then he I goes mean, off and he. When looks I really saw good. him, when I saw him, um, just mainly, especially in person in these games, he was the him, especially when he was with um, Bryce Young. They were the two, the only two reasons that that offense was successful. But that's the thing, though. But they were hamstrung. I mean, like by the yeah. fact that they were the only reasons why the offense was successful. And also the- something I noticed throughout the season, or especially with Bryce Young mm-hmm. uh, under Bill O'Brien, was that you know went through when you're in the general course of the game when you're in drives with plenty of time left mm-hmm. early on in in the halves. Um, not much went on, but when you saw Bryce Young at his best was when two there was drill? yeah two minute yeah. drills when there was little time left to where you can't go to the sideline and you can't you right. know you, you can't get that full play, play call, call every time exactly you were driving your team down the field and that is when Bryce Young was at his best well it, but you see that there's a lot of quarterbacks especially ones that have like bad offensive coordinators like right. teams will perform better in the final two minutes of yeah. their games or whatever right. or like when it's crunch time and and like you saw that and so I think that's a coordinator issue especially when right. it really seems like the quarterback is really calling the shots here right right yeah. so they they went from Tommy Reese okay and like I'm not even going to get into we've already talked about we've the talked offensive plenty about Tommy the Reese. offensive liabilities on that end okay <laughs> yeah and then Bill O'Brien I don't think was any better I mean I don't know what Ryan Day sees in him okay because I like I like I said he he watched him look at a generational talent at quarterback right and and they couldn't win a championship I mean like. Honestly, one of the biggest things with like that I think was a shame is that Bryce Young never got a national championship. Absolutely, yeah. he's too talented to not have gotten mm-hmm. far too talented. I mean, he was an unreal college quarterback. That's it's, what I'm he saying. Was unbelievable in college. Exactly. So like, so okay. So what he has? Who does he have at his disposal now? Will Howard. <laughs> okay. Will I mean, Howard to be fair, he also has Quintron Judkins. Okay, he has yeah. a new center. He sure does. Boy. Actually, a familiar face for him. Okay? Yeah, that, quarterback, yeah. that quarterback better have hands, man. That's all I'm going to say. He better be ready to make some plays in the backfield. Hey, you know what? 
they like in baseball they may not like that sticky tack but i'm just saying the refs <laughs> are not checking your glove for that okay? not checking <laughs> the glove that's funny but yeah um i think with that we're gonna go to break for a few minutes and then we'll be back to talk about any of the uh you know massive news that we missed while we were gone but for now we are going to see you guys in a few minutes Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our student section, College Football. Once again, my name is Tanner, along with Elliot and Graham. Um, we've talked about um, most of the news, um, Alabama-related news, mostly, I would say. But um, probably- I mean, I mean, most of it. And, and like, I think the one that we've forgotten <laughs> is that Roll Tide Willie is probably the newest recruiter on our staff here. Probably. So, I Could mean, like, one. shout yeah. out Roll Tide Willie. <laughs> Can I get a Roll Tide from you guys? Roll Tide. Bl- that was so embarrassing. Roll Tide. Like, Blitz, Bama, Blitz. Blitz, Bama, Blitz. Oh, man. But um, actually, you know, know, uh, we talked about Ryan Williams a little bit. But, you know, he did speak to Roll Tide Willie. And he he, he, he now he is committed. And he posted about it, too. He he did post about it. I know. Like, I mean, it's... That's crazy. If it were, if it works, how much it works, money man. does Roll Tide Willie bring, like NIL wise? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's I'd have to guess completely. Yeah, at one point, do you think we do? You th- he joins the uh, staff in some capacity. I, I think he's already on a staff. But I, I think Roll it's Tide like our I, I, line you know coach, what? It, it was, actually, it, defensive line coach. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, it's one of those things, right? Well, you know, like Saban, he still has like an office here. He's still with the team somehow. <laughs> right. I'm sure that he's got an office right next to Saban. Roll Tide Willie. He's like right up there, you know. <laughs> yeah. You think the name right. play would say Roll Tide Willie? So it's like I think it name. would, you know. Yeah. I think it would too. Well, exactly. See, it co- coach Willie doesn't really like Coach Willie or like recruiter Willie. Like it doesn't roll off the tongue, you know. But it doesn't. Recruiter Roll Tide Willie. That. <laughs> recruiter yeah. roll tide willie that hits okay like that there's hits. just something about that just just tickles my neurons okay your neurons <laughs> dude oh my gosh all right <laughs> speaking of something that also tickles my neurons okay <laughs> jim harbaugh's gone no. let's go <laughs> okay. Gone to the Chargers, where right, he can yeah. go waste Herbert's career even more. Yeah, how, how do we feel about the hire, genuinely, for the context of the Chargers? Genuinely, it's better for the Chargers because yeah. Brandon Staley has um. about the, what, what is it? It's like he's he, he knows how to manage time. If like, <laughs> if like he was like a kindergartner that was waiting to be like fed his airplane of peas. Okay, he knows how to manage time. <laughs> if the goal was to not have any time left on the clock, like at it, any there, point. there's nothing that I think sums up Brandon Staley's tenure with the Chargers better than whenever. He could have just not called a timeout, and the Raiders and them would have tied. Right. They yeah. would have both made the playoffs. The Steelers yeah. actually would have been left out, yeah. and everyone was telling before the game, oh, there's nothing to sweat about. They're not going to tie. <laughs> me, and my, me and my yeah. dad are watching this game all the way through, and we're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be kidding me, okay? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he's like, you know what? You know what? They're out of field goal range, but you know what? I'm gonna, <laughs> I think I'm going to take a timeout. <laughs> yep. Strategic. Strategic, Strategic timeout. timeout. I'm going to save myself a little bit of time in case they decide to give me the ball back. <laughs> What? <laughs> and then, and then Derek Carr said, "Okay." Uh, and yep. then, and Josh Jacobs, said, "I'll put the team on my back." And, you know, and, then, <laughs> and the rest is history. And then we got blown out in the first round. So thank you, Raiders. Okay. So, 
At the end of the we're, day, we're good for at least I'm going to say four to five. Four Elliot, Elliot rants, monologues, soliloquies, whatever word you want to call it. I think we're good to at least four or five. Probably I'm going to I'm going to shoot for like ten dramatic pauses in a show. How do we feel about that, Grant? What are we already at? Pro- oh, dude, I don't even know. We could hit the over already. Like honestly. six, yeah. maybe. Probably. Well, let's 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 let's, let's say six for the sake. Of we'll call it, we'll call it six. Okay. Anyway, Jim Harbaugh been in the league before. He knows yeah. how to win in the NFL. He knows right. how to win in college. He's a yep. winner. Okay. Much like right. we said with Kalen DeBoer, right? Two right. different styles completely. Okay. Right. But he's a winner. Yep. I think the, the I think the biggest benefit that Harbaugh brings is that um, in the NFL, it's I think it's very rare to find guys who contribute significantly from an X's and O's perspective, from a scheme perspective, and also uh, from a culture perspective. And I think it's something that Jim Harbaugh really offers, and that is rare to find in the NFL, especially someone who does it at a high level. Because if you think about all the culture guys in the NFL. You know, Vrabel comes to mind. Um, out of a job right now. Uh, like, yeah. funny enough. Unbelievably out of that a job. That was very surprising to see. Yeah. And, I mean, as, and now with the uh, Falcons taking Raheem Morris, the Panthers mm-hmm. have hired Dave Canales, Chargers have obviously taken Harbaugh. Um, how many open jobs does that leave? Yeah. Um, command, cam- uh, commanders, commanders. Patriots. No, pa- no, 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 no Patriots hired. Oh, no, no, that's right. Mayo. They have Mayo. I'm, they I'm, Mayo. I'm losing it. No, yeah, you're that right. That leaves the Commanders. Commanders. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, coast-wise, uh, like, going across the U.S. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're doing it Sorry, guys. This is a college football show, not an yeah. NFL Wait, show. Did, I actually don't know did, anything did about the Panthers, NFL. They, they found their coach, it's right? It's Canales. It's Canales. Which, shout-out Bryce Young. Oh, Seahawks. 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 Wow, Pete Carroll's not the head coach of the Seahawks anymore. Yeah. yeah you know crazy. what? He, he, might get a, he might get another office next to Roll Tide Willie. <laughs> senior senior recruiter, Pete Carroll. For Has Alabama. a nice ring. Has a nice ring to yeah. it, no? How, how about that recruiting team? Roll Tide, Roll Tide Willie, Willie, Nick and, Saban, and, and Pete Carroll, Carroll in the same room together? Are you kidding, together? Me? How do you, I, are you kidding me? Really? I mean, it's like one legend, and it's really Roll Tide Willie. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Roll Tide Willie here. But oh, I mean, man. no, I mean, it's one of those things like, but in regards to Michigan, how does this affect Michigan? Right. Obviously the Chargers are like, woo. Right. Justin Herbert's like, yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm not wasted anymore. <laughs> okay. That's funny. But Michigan right now, they're like, oh, we, we, got, we got our national championship, but at what cost? Right. Yeah. And quite you have frankly, to think they go internal. Well, they are. They're going to go Sharon Moore. That's what I figured. Is that official? I think so. I think so. They're going to be practically official. It's practically a done deal. And and you know what? And it's like some some like Michigan fans may be saying, "What do we do to deserve this? We win our national championship. We dominate." And quite frankly, I think it comes back to the cheating. Okay. Yeah. To quote Chris Finch, okay, head coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves, we totally disrespected the game ourselves, and we got exactly what we deserved. Okay. And that's what they did. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. You got your natty. He's gone. You guys are going to stink now. Okay? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, no, no other, no really legitimately, though, who do you have? Your entire team graduated. Yeah. Yeah. They're all gone. Did, yeah. Every I mean, single one of like, them. Did even, like, Donovan Edwards stay? Or is no, he going he's going to the draft. Yeah. Wow. I, I'm pretty sure their entire roster, their starting roster, from top to bottom, offense, defense, and special teams, oh it's just gone. Because <laughs> they were all, like, 27 years old. Okay? And now, meanwhile. While Ohio State still yeah. coached by Ryan Day, so we'll find a, a way to a, lose. There's enough. a bit of a tax. Yeah, there. We'll find a way to <laughs> find a way to lose. I cannot wait for JJ McCarthy's like eight-year-old brother to <laughs> beat Will Howard, okay, in like the shoe, okay. Like I just I, it's cool. It's gonna be it's gonna be David Orgy starting. Right. Yeah, Alex. Yeah. Orgy. Oh, yeah. Alex Orgy. <laughs> 
Right. Oh, it's Alex. Excuse me. I thought it was David. My bad. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe he has a brother named David. Maybe he he's transferring in. <laughs> maybe he's transferring in. You never really know. But yeah, um, again, Sharon Moore, likely the uh, next guy there. And, and we know Sharon Moore, he loved Harbaugh. He did. He loved. He, he was emphatic yeah. about it. Yeah. Okay? He yeah. loves yeah. Coach Harbaugh. Oh, so yeah. Chargers fans, you got a good guy right there, okay? You yeah. got a good guy. Oh, man. But um, I kind of wanted to talk about um, uh, something I mentioned because, again, you know, we're in a space of college football to where, you know, it's not the most eventful time, you could say. Yeah. But um, in terms of uh, alumni – directly related to the University of Alabama, uh, where this show comes from. Um, big changes have happened for got those guys at that level in the NFL. Mainly, and you know, I don't want to make this bias because I am a Carolina Panthers fan, but <laughs> but Bryce Young uh, and the Carolina Panthers hiring Dave Canales, as we mentioned a little bit earlier, um, I think that is a huge, uh, huge play for, one, the future of Bryce Young. The Panthers, I am yet, I've, I'm going to wait to declare that a uh, you know a home run hire, you'll I still guess. need an OC, right? Because pretty much Dave Canales, I'm guessing, will be be a play caller, essentially be the play caller, and but will be is the biggest Brown runner. out officially, or is he still there? And he's looking for a lateral move. It it's, wasn't clear the, whenever the dialogue has been that he will be out. Um, especially like after Reich was fired, the dialogue was that he was going to be fired. We the just staff, needed, yeah. yeah, we just needed him to be there to physically have someone call plays. I think that was the uh, overall mentality with it. So, and I can't imagine that Brown stays. Canales will likely bring in, you know, one or two guys that uh, he likes. And again, I think I'm not as worried about the OC position with Dave Canales' head coach, mm-hmm. who is a, who's an offensive yeah, coach. Yeah, he almost purely offensive guy. Um, I think the biggest team for that biggest thing for that team is maintaining Giro Evero the defensive coordinator who is uh being looked at by a lot of teams uh but i am uh somewhat optimistic that well, he can there's stay not many opportunities left job wise for true. him to move up so i mean yeah. but i think the big thing is that with brown likely out right so that's i mean well even with canals being hired right what it is is that there is now a any you can even talk about raheem morris with atlanta because right. the offensive coordinator domino is now starting to fall. There's a bunch of teams who need an offensive coordinator. Right. So the Falcons need one. The Panthers need one. Right. The Buccaneers now need one. Right. Okay. Yep. The Steelers need one. The um, who needs one now? Oh, the Rams. No, no, not the Rams. No. The Rams need a DC. They need a DC. That's right. Raheem but but, DC but the thing is, is that Raheem Morris is likely to bring over the passing game coordinator. Right. Zach Robinson, which a lot of teams were interested in, right? right. The Bengals need an offensive coordinator. Yeah, true. Oh, no, they did get their off. It's their quarterback's coach, but now they need yeah. a quarterback's coach yeah. because they promoted their quarterback's coach, okay? The Seahawks need an offensive coordinator because Pete Carroll and Shane Waldron just got hired by the Bears. Pete Carroll? No, no, no. Pete Carroll's gone. You just right? said Pete Carroll. No, but, but Pete Carroll's gone, but Shane Waldron just got okay. hired by the Bears. Right. Okay, okay I understand. So they you said need Pete the... Carroll and Shane Waldron got hired yeah. by the Bears, oh, and I was oh, really, I was Again, this is something this crazy. Is a, this is a college football show. I, yeah. I'm out of my element right now. Okay? It's okay. <laughs> out of your element. You find a way to bring up the Steelers in every show we've ever had, and you're talking like you're out of your element now that we're That's a good point. I'm out of my element right now. That's a good point. Okay. But anyway, so like, so the Seahawks need an offensive coordinator, too, because Waldron's not there, right? So so how does this affect the domino 
right? Because, you know, maybe Canales surprises you. Well, maybe he's like, I'm, I really want Zach Robinson or something like that, right? right? You know, and you're like, oh, that's great. Well, you it's, know? Also, well it's also <laughs> possible the Lions may need an offensive corner because I think it's very ben, possible. Ben Johnson will, my guess, he's probably going to be. I would say Commanders or Seahawks. I would say Commanders. Why that, would you want to go the, to the Washington Commanders? I don't know. I don't know, but that that's just what the rumor has been is Commanders. The rumor mill is that Wait, you, there's a rumor of Ben Johnson going well, to the Commanders? Over it, it was really the Pan, it was really like the Panthers or the Commanders and obviously now the Panthers have their coach, so right. if I, I had to guess, I would say the what, Commanders. What I think is interesting is the fact that these teams on hiring their coaches are not waiting for the coordinators that are currently still in the playoffs. Yeah. Because True. there are only two spots left head coaching-wise, right? We listed the Commanders and the Seahawks. Those are the right. two. I believe so. Ben Johnson is still available. That yeah. was like the highly touted one. Bobby right. Slowick. No, yeah. no, he's with the Texans. But yeah. he was, he's been highly but regarded. He's been they just got been. bounced. But like A lot of people have looked for Everyone has been looking Bobby at Slowick. Bobby Slowick. And, and I think li- deservedly so. Right. CJ Stroud's a great player, but to have a quarterback uh, put up the numbers as a rookie. And go that far in the playoffs. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. There has to be – and, again, I I truly don't want to disrespect CJ Stroud because I think he's an unbelievable player, but there does have to be more behind the scenes that are making his job way easier. Oh, for sure. You know, and so, like, it's one of those things I just think it's interesting. You know, these highly touted offensive guys like Slowick and Johnson, like, they're, they're getting passed up. I, I'm surprised that the Falcons went the Raheem Morris route. Actually, I'm not. Especially. He, he was you, with the Falcons, but. Which makes it a shame because they just wasted three years of Arthur, Arthur Smith because Raheem Morris was the interim before Arthur Smith was hired. Yeah, which it, it makes them look silly, okay? And quite frankly, I don't know if it rivals 28-3, <laughs> but. I um, I'm from Atlanta. I have friends that are Falcons fans. I'm not going to comment any further on the for legal reasons. The, Tanner Thompson has been yeah. advised to not comment further. And <laughs> yep. so, but it's one of those things. Like I think it's weird. You know, everyone dogs on Arthur Smith. Oh man, you weren't able to maximize B. John and Kyle Pitts and Desmond Ritter. Pretty sure okay. you've done this. What you have to have made those same comments before. Well, he he hasn't. Okay, he stinks. Okay, and, and right. as someone who has had those guys on my fantasy team, respectfully, Arthur Smith, get tickle your neurons. Okay, tickle your neurons. <laughs> is, is that is that like the that's what like I do the, phrase. The, the that's phrase a, that's of a the show. That is the like... phrase of the show. Okay, good lord. That's the theme of the show. Neurology. Anyway. Neurology. <laughs> but like the biggest thing, the biggest thing that I have to say is like, how do you have all these top end offensive talents, and you guys? especially in the red zone, are so egregiously bad. I mean, it is, like, comical to yeah. watch them try. Because, like, Ritter's throwing, like, picks on, like, the one-yard line and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that, like, every other game. <laughs> like, how? what are you doing? I my don't favorite, understand. My favorite was the uh, the third-string tight end throwing a pass to the second-string tight end while Kyle Pitts <laughs> was blocking for both of them. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it's, it's stuff like that that makes you think, okay, what, why is this guy the coach? And that's fair. But you have a lot of offensive weapons, right? And you got a pretty decent defense and a defensive right. coordinator. And I get, I get. Why did you innovative? not hire an offensive coach? Yeah, well, a coach, coach, Why did you not hire an offensive coach? You have all right. these top end offensive talents. I would have thought. Let's say you hire Slowick, you hire Ben Johnson. Right. Well, now we're saying, okay, once you get a quarterback, you might you might be pretty good now. Okay. <laughs> no offense to Desmond Ritter, or Taylor Heineke. Is there a quarterback we uh, think that would uh, work well with that offense coming out of this draft? Um, I'm trying to think of where they're picking. Uh, I believe they're seven, eight. Yeah, they're in the upper, upper. Yeah, the top ten, but it's closer to ten. They're there every year, kind of like the Panthers were. Right, 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 right. Um, 
you know, maybe in the... Uh, in I think Daniels will be available there. Jaden Daniels would probably yeah. be available. I think Penix will maybe be available. Maybe off chance... Drake, Drake May. May. Drake May. I don't, Drake May it won't depends be on how it Dude. depends on how these teams right. view the quarterbacks. I'm pretty sure right. Drake May won't be available at nine or at eight, wherever they are. Do you think, I don't think I is think, Drake May a lock to go to? I think he's a. I think I don't know about a lock to go to. I think he's absolutely a lock to go top three. Okay. Yeah. Probably. At least. I don't know. That's my. I I, I just don't know yet. Um. We'll I see. think those three teams. I think all need quarterbacks, and Drake May and Caleb Williams so are undoubtedly. So where does top actually? I'll play devil's advocate here. Okay. Talk about the top three teams needing quarterbacks. I know that the Bears are in the top three. Right. Yep. A couple of times actually. <laughs> I, I also have no comment on that. <laughs> Gee, I wonder. You know, I wonder what franchise gave the Bears a, another top five pick. <laughs> you want to hear a fun fact about that? What, no team fun. that has ever finished last has not had their first round pick the next year in the history of the NFL. Keep pounding. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so so I wonder what team did that. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Anyway. No comment. No comment. That's think, probably think, a good thing. I think thing. they're in the NFC South. They might be in the NFC South. They, the might, have just hired a head, they might have just hired a head coach. They yeah. might be Dave Canales. A pretty good head coach, too, <laughs> I, I, I'm Canales. thinking. Okay, all right, bud. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. Anyway, um, <laughs> but like... <laughs> So, so where does Justin Fields go? Honestly, so, so it could Atlanta be like that's that's my take right now for Justin Fields is ooh. that they trade him to Atlanta and they take uh, Caleb Williams at one. So, hey Caleb, <laughs> like, like I'm so glad that none of the listeners had to see the little wave that you just did because <laughs> I, I did not like that. <laughs> so Chicago's like, come here, that's okay, worse. and Atlanta's like. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh, dude. I want Justin Fields. Right. And so we're going from Desmond Ritter to Justin Fields. Is that much of an improvement in your yeah. opinion? Yeah. Yes, I would say so. Okay. Do you think under a maybe it's a – I don't know if it's going to be a better or worse scheme, but um, – <laughs> I could not tell you that, to be honest. Well, because let's, let's consider this, okay? As bad as the Bears were with Justin Fields, he did have a good tight end in Cole Komet. He yeah. did have a top receiving target in DJ Moore. It's not like right. they didn't give him a good receiver or something. Right. right. He's had relatively decent running backs, I would say. I mean, the Bears, like, their running game has never been, like, just atrocious. I mean, yeah. they've always had some semblance of that. Yeah. You know, um, I'm trying to think who else do they have. Mooney. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, he's kind of a he's kind of average. factor He's just kind of really there, yeah. right? I mean, they got guys on defense, too, right? Yeah. Like Jalen Johnson. Johnson. Future Steeler, by the way. Future that, Steeler. That one's actually, that, that's actually, like, relevant because they are right. one of the projected top oh, targets okay, like, okay. For, for him. Okay. okay. Well, they were the trade target, and then the oh, deal yeah, fell yeah. through. That would, be a, that would be a good pickup for so, the it, it, So, it's one of those things, like, I think a lot of this quarterback carousel is going to depend on where does, what happens with the Bears and Justin Fields. Right. Because the Bears could just say, we got our guy. We so got our. We guy. also have two top five picks. Mm. Right. I I am um, maybe this is just me, but in terms of Justin Fields, I don't think that it's the right move for the Bears to stick with him. And but this kind of sounds crazy, but I also don't think it's the right move for the Falcons to trade for Justin Fields. So where should Justin Fields go? I think he's going to go to the Falcons. I just still like. Okay. I just so think you that do think my, he's that's my go prediction? The I but okay. if I were the Falcons, I don't okay. think I would make that. Uh, decision, well, but I just think it's what's going to happen. Well, let's play a little a little game of Justin Fields sweepstakes, okay? So you mm-hmm. say the Falcons. Okay. What says you? I what say you? I have no idea. I honestly have no idea. <laughs> no idea? Can't That's give us something? That's not an answer. I mean, what, what, you have what? 32 options, and you say, I have no I'm idea? Try- oh, I'm trying to think. Just okay, who all... Give me a shot in the dark. Who all needs... 
Well, according why to are you asking uh, us, Graham? Uh, uh, according uh, according uh, to the Madden simulation that you according to your Madden simulation, you sent him to Mexico. Fellas, reel it in, please. We are professionals here. I'll, I'll, I'll get to that in just a second. Give him time. Give him time. Give him time. Come on, Graham. How did you feel if he went to the Steelers? Gotcha. <laughs> no. And that kid, that's not like, that's not completely out of the question, right? It, it's, it's not out of the question. And unfortunately, I'm sad to say that we are in the position that that is actually. It's probably maybe, the most realistic. <laughs> maybe a true Not scenario. having to pick for it. I mean, by the way, okay. Anyway, the, the, so the Mexico comment was I was the playing, Mexico uh, comment. So I did I not hear playing, that. I was playing. I was How playing did we Madden. get here? I was playing Madden, but because all right. So okay. and I was playing Madden last week, right? Because we we had a snow day. We were bored, right? And so I'm just I was just messing around. I, I sent the I was just bored. I just sent the Chicago Bears. Let's relocate to Mexico City, right? So, so he's a Mexico City Golden Eagle quarterback. <laughs> Golden Eagles. Justin Fields was on Mexico City. All right, man. Well. That's, is that your answer? The Mexico City Golden Eagles, which will soon be relocated from the Chicago Bears, one of the um, most historic franchises uh, in the history of the NFL. As a fun answer, sure. As a realistic answer, we'll go with the Steelers. No, <laughs> go. no. Elliot, now you got to get one. Okay. That's and it can't be the Steelers or the Falcons. Good, because I was going to say it's probably the Steelers. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now that I actually get to pick, um, actually where I go, or, where, or not where I go, I'm not Justin Fields, but wherever Justin Fields goes. <laughs> Dramatic pause. Eight. He's gonna go to the Bears. He's gonna, <laughs> he's stay gonna with go the to Bears. the Bears. Wow. There you go. He's gonna. St- I think he's kind gonna stay with the Bears. Thing, I think what's gonna happen is that well, and this may this may play out. So I think what's gonna happen. I think if you have that number one overall pick, there is no chance that you're not gonna take Caleb Williams. Even though I don't think really at this point you might not be deserving of that actual number one pick. I think he is, but we can get into that after. Talent wise, sure. Let's let's finish this and we'll talk about Caleb Williams at right. ne- next section. Um, but so the thing is, is like so I think that they'll draft him, Williams, and so they're like, okay, well now we have Fields riding on our bench. Let's see what we can get for him, and then they're gonna put him on the trade market. But everyone knows they have to trade him, so right. they're not gonna get a good return out of Justin Fields, although he probably should fetch like. A first round pick, maybe a late first round pick, right. but should probably fetch a first round pick of some sort, right? Um, at minimum, and so they're probably only going to be offered like maybe like a second and a third or something, and then Ryan Poles is probably going to sit there and be like, "Well, that's not a good enough offer," and so Justin Fields is going to be done a disservice, and he's actually just going to be sit stuck on the Bears until a team has a quarterback go out, and they're like, "Okay, now I actually need to trade for one." That's a good one. That's available. Wow. This guy's an optimist, huh? <laughs> He gave an answer. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Uh, I guess I can't knock it. Bit of a boring one, but um, anyway, I guess we'll get into. Our <laughs> I guess we'll get into our Caleb Williams dialogue um, after the short break. Thank you for listening. Hey, everybody. Thank you once again for listening to 90.7 The Capstone. We are here for our last segment of the student section. I think we wanted to kick it off with um, with our at the end of our last section, there was a, a slight disagreement about um, the projection of Caleb Williams in the 2024 draft. Elliot, I kind of want you to go more a little more in depth on that. I'm going to give an Adrian Wesley-esque analysis here. He's oh, a bust. Love it. Love it. <laughs> He's a bust. <laughs> He's a bust. Uh, please uh, well, actually, to quote Adrian Wesley, 
The brother stinks. <laughs> the brother, <laughs> the brother <laughs> stinks. Okay, Adrian, I hope you're listening, brother. We miss you. Yeah, indeed. I Actually, can we get a long dramatic pause for Adrian not being here anymore because he's do, a graduate? Of I'm going to call it at three seconds. Moment of silence. Three seconds. And we're back. All right, we're All back. Right. Um, anyway. So, yeah, I mean, but like, I mean, man. You were talking about important graduates at the University of Alabama. Adrian Wesley is now out of town. I would, I would one hundred percent agree. Yeah. Hope that guy succeeds to the next level. I really do too. I think yeah. he's a great guy. I heard the Bears are looking at him. <laughs> I think the Bears were maybe looking at him to be the quarterbacks coach. I think they were. Wow. Yeah, that would be. Oh, him and Shane Waldron. That's that's a squad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but seriously, Caleb Williams. Why? Um, I just I don't like his attitude. I I don't like his personality. I think I don't think it meshes well, and it's one of those things where, like, you know, and you're gonna hate this because I'm gonna bring up the Steelers again. Everyone dogged on George Pickens because of his attitude, his mentality, and all that stuff, right? Right. Fair argument. Okay, he did kind of act sometimes, act a little bit out to some degree, but to the vast majority, he was right. Very evident, you know, he talks like, well, you got to be giving me the ball. Next game, four catches, 195 yards, and two touchdowns against your division rival. It. He was not lying, okay? Right. Good things happen when you give him the ball. Caleb Williams, I have no doubt that he's very talented, but he's like, I want percent ownership stake in the yeah. team that's in. Dude, give me brother, a break. brother, have you not heard of these guys like Jamarcus Russell? What if you turn into him? And then the Bears are like, oh, my God, we gave we gave 5% stake to Jamarcus Russell 2.0. <laughs> like, can you imagine if something like that happened? Like, that would just be maybe, like, the single-handedly most embarrassing thing yeah, right. that could happen for a franchise. They're not going to do that for you. But the fact that you think that you're entitled enough, yeah. that you're better than every other number one overall quarterback – that there's mm-hmm. ever been? I don't know. I just don't think it works. I also don't think that he's a good mesh, like, with the way that the city, the city of Chicago. Right. Like, that's not, like, the mentality that they embrace. Very much not a me-first, like, place up there. So, I don't know. I just don't think the fit is there. Well, ha- hasn't he also said something like... If the if the Bears pick me or, or if this team picks me, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go. Yeah, he I think he wanted assurances that the Bears were gonna trade out of the first pick or something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, like, yeah, it's one of those things. And like he's trying to pull like an Eli Manning esque type situation, I guess. Right? Wasn't that right. like the the Manning River swap or whatever it was, something like that? I don't. Yeah, I something it. along those lines. It was something similar, but it like I don't know, man. It, especially when you consider the fact, again, no doubt that he's talented. Right. What was the record of USC the past few seasons? <laughs> they they, won't, they, they were, weren't very they were good. Seven, Even they in, they the Pac-12, in the Pac-12. In the Pac-12. Actually, yeah. the now Pac-2, okay? <laughs> Ignoring the fact, I get it, you know? <clears throat> Look, Washington was really good. They went to the national championship. Oregon, obviously, Dan Laney's building an amazing program over there. Well, it, big time. It, it, but. Or, okay. Just keep going. Just to, <laughs> anyway. But you know what I mean? Like, you had opportunities. You know, this is like the, this is your number one guy, okay? You're right. you're the number one overall pick. You're squaring off against Michael Penix, the Big Ten Indiana reject, and Bo Nix, Auburn <laughs> legend, okay? Those are your opposing quarterbacks that you're playing against. And then, like, Shadur Sanders, okay? Oh, boy. Like, Colorado's, like, Nepo baby over there. <laughs> so, like, it, no doubt that Shadur is very good, okay? But, like, it's one of those things. He got outplayed by all of them. He lost. Like, outplayed? He lo- they outplayed lost is team. not the verb that I would use. He got outplayed. He, Caleb, he, he, you he, think that Caleb Williams got outplayed by all the quarterbacks that he saw? Not every are single you, one. 
I mean, sure. Right. Yeah, he yeah he well, he beats like teams like Fresno State. I'm I'm glad that he oh, beat oh, the quarterback. All right, I've <laughs> I've 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 sat quietly and I've no, no, no. and I've let this take finish out. If there's anything more you want to add, like genuinely, this is I, w- I would like you to finish your thought. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, my point is is that the Pac-12 is not like some dominant powerhouse. There were a couple good teams. Right. Okay. However, they stunk. They were bad, especially when they played Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. You know, they were bad. He, he wasn't very good, even from a statistical perspective. Like they're they're hyping him up. I just don't. I'm just not convinced. Like that his attitude, like that he is the best guy. I'm not convinced that like he that that's gonna trans like that's gonna happen in the league. Um. All right. I I I understand what you all have said, especially with the um. You know, with the with the um, pre-draft stuff and him like wanting the assurances of the Bears not being there and things like that. Um, but that being said, all football-related takes that have been made in the past five, ten minutes or so, I'm going to uh, vehemently disagree with. Um, Caleb Williams has the second that he has touched a football um, on the big stage has been one of the best quarterbacks in the league, objectively. And he's continued that since he has been there. And I really think that's hard to argue. And saying that he got outplayed by the other quarterbacks, I think is ridiculous. When um, he the, his team got outplayed, overall, you could absolutely make that argument. But put, to compare him player by player to those quarterbacks that he's facing, there's a reason that Bo Nix is not even considered a top 10, top 20 even pick in this draft. Same thing with, um, and Michael Penix probably is going to go top 10, etc. But Kalen Williams... Um, is a clearly better player, and he's done it for three. He did it. He had an unbelievable first season in Oklahoma. Did it? Had an even better season after that. Then an even better season, and then an even, even better season. I see your hands raised. Please go ahead. Thank you for calling on me. Okay. Um, it's funny. I, I he's that good. I, I, I was pulling up like the Heisman race and like the numbers yeah. and all that. I'm seeing like Jaden Daniels. Right. Right. Michael Penix. Hmm. Not 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 a first round pick. Right, he's not. But Bo Nix also not a first round pick. Yeah. Jalen Milrow, <laughs> he's not even in the draft. I mean, right. Kill Williams already has one, correct? He he does already have one. He but does. Re- remember whenever I said that he took a dip, he went whoo, splish splash, taking a bath. Okay. <laughs> right. Um. So I I, I, just I, think, I see what you're saying. I think he regressed, and I just I, I don't think his attitude of I am the best player in this draft. Yeah. Uh, you could have said that after he won the Heisman. Honestly, should have just left. Should have just gone in the draft then. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I actually think he should have gone out then. He yeah. would have had a he would have had a better shot competing with Stroud and Bryce, to argue. Like, hey, I'm the number one guy. I just won the Heisman, right? You could have made that argument. Yeah. So what what quarterback in this draft do you think is better than Caleb Williams? I actually think. That Jaden Daniels what? is the best quarterback in this draft. I okay. I think from a mentality to, from a mentality perspective, from the perspective from of from a mental approach to the game of football, it is not the same. Caleb Williams makes consistently higher level throws than Jaden Daniels. His arm talent is, in my opinion, uh, multiple times better than Jaden Daniels. You could argue that um, Jaden Daniels is probably better on the ground. First of all, let, let me finish. Put your God, put your hand down. Um, I'm glad I stopped that at the last second. Um, but Caleb Williams, though, in all seriousness, um, again, I've, I'm going to say something that you could probably predict. I'm about to say. Yeah, I already know what you're going to say. The tape, man. It, it is Speaking clear. of that, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because Please. Mr. Tanner watched the tape Thompson. Watch the tape Thompson. Have you watched the tape against Notre Dame? 
I have watched the tape. I've, I, I, was I there did for see that, that game. game. I was there. Guys have bad games, oh, man. Oh my goodness. <laughs> if you think I honest, I mean, if you've watched the tape of Jaden Daniels, he is clearly not the same level of passer that Caleb Williams is. Better on the ground, sure. Uh, you can have that, but Caleb Williams is still a very good player on the ground. But he has three times the arm talent, three times the. Uh, playmaking ability in my opinion just you know just from a say, combination of those two things and um and i know we see that uh, at times during the season you know he fell out of rhythm and that was his main that was his main problem is, is him falling out of rhythm with the offense and i think that comes from him having to play hero ball because um the situations that team got put in with the defense. quality of their defense yeah. they had to make these plays and get down the field and score constantly and that can affect the way a quarterback plays if their mentality is constantly wow we have to go get a touchdown this drive 100 oh. percent i think the tape is um I, again i'm gonna say it again <laughs> um, the tape is puts him far and away ahead of any other quarterback in this class. I okay, and you know what? I respect the opinion. I'm glad that you feel that way. I, we have very two different methodologies. I'm a, a lot of people would say that I'm a box score merchant. I would. I'm a. You, you would. Okay. <laughs> I'm. I'm just. I'm the just, Nick Herbig though. I have to the, respect the math. The math grease monkey too. I've, Something like that. I've, I wasn't going <laughs> to go that far. <laughs> you know what? Because I'm, I'm out there crunching the numbers. And and, and to me, I see the production of Jaden Daniels both from a total offensive output perspective and then also from like the um, just yards, points, right? right? Yes, he has lesser arm, arm ability, but his running ability is way greater. Yeah. I kind of – I'll do like a CS reference here. I'll like amortize all that together just because – one sorting method works better when the thing is nearly sorted does not mean it is the most efficient to use in every situation. I think that Jaden Daniels, that double component, we've seen a lot of the running quarterbacks success, like succeeding yeah. in the league. Yeah, right. So yeah. I think that Jaden Daniels will have a high level of success. I'm not convinced with Kayla Williams' attitude and everything yeah. and all that stuff. I don't know if he's going to mesh with his teammates. If they're going to be on the same page, maybe their timing will be off like you've noted in the end of the year. And if he's on the team like the Bears, he's going to probably lose like Jalen Johnson in free agency. Their defense is probably going to get worse. He might be in the same positions again, and he's just not. It's just not going to work out. So I right. just think it's a matter of difference of opinion. I respect both opinions. I can see where he goes number one. I can see where he doesn't. Okay. Right. As for me, the number one overall pick, I'm going to be. I'm going to be Gus Johnson for a second. Maserati Mar. <laughs> <laughs> you think he goes one? I think the Bears should take him, especially if yeah. they are insisting that Justin Fields is the guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah That's absolutely. fair. I guess we'll have to just keep our disagreement on Caleb Williams. I, I will say, I'm going to say this now, I'm, uh, I, don't, I want to make the, uh, I guess, prediction that I don't think Jaden Daniels would be picked in the top ten. That's fair. And I, I think Caleb Williams will 100% go in the top two. It, it's not one of those things where I, I think it's not like – last year where it's like surefire like ah uh, yeah Bryce Stroud one two right right I think that there is a little bit of and even among the top quarterbacks like we're not really sure where May is going to go we're not really sure where Daniels is going to go right I we, think we have pretty, a lot of time to well, it's pretty you know. clear Williams will probably be selected ahead that doesn't necessarily mean he's better we right. kind of figured that out with the young Stroud issue oh, yeah. right unfortunately well there, um, as much as I hate to say <laughs> there's a lot more to, than meets the eye well, there, there is fair. but as much as I hate to say that CJ Stroud, Stroud. cleared I mean cleared, it was not yeah. even cleared. close 100% he is like a Mount Everest and a Mount Kilimanjaro ahead of him okay right so it's one of those things where like it's very it's a very fluid situation 
Harrison. And I think you could also make the argument that Marvin Harrison Jr. could go number one, especially depending on what he, the Bears decide to do. He's earned it. Marvin yeah. Harrison Jr. has earned that number one. Pick. And it would be really Marv, cool. To, it would be cool Marv, to see a wide receiver Marv. go at number one. It, it would. would. It would be really cool. Historical. But, um, but yeah, with that, I think we are going to uh, take the show to an end. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Good night, Tri-State area. <laughs> wow. Um, I, I, I was not ready for that one. Anyway, I'm going to continue my outro, and maybe I'll let you do the outro next time, Elliot. That's what we should how about, do. How, why not just have him do it right now? Yeah. I mean, Actually, you know right what? Now? Let's do it. Come on. Well, what am I supposed to say on the outro? I'm not experienced. You just, just do it again. Speak from the heart. Ready? Say, three, say two, again. Say it again. three, two, one, go. Go Steelers. Thunder up, baby. That was brutal. Anyway, have a good night. Thank you for listening.